Welcome to Intelligogy, the podcast with Tracy Browder, where together we will disrupt educational normalcy. It is 2021. Bye bye, 2020. <laughs> you know, 2020 is 2020. And we know all the facts about 2020, but, but there was some resilience, there was some growth, there were some. Um, some really good things that came out of 2020. And I feel like as a society, we're hesitant, often want to kind of tiptoe around and not really mention the positives. But isn't that at the core of resilience? Isn't that at the core of hope and happiness and faith and promise and belief in the possibility of better? know. We always say when we get on the other side of COVID, well, if we believe that we're going to get on the other side of COVID, there has to be hope. There has to be that positive outlook. It has to be okay to talk about the good things. Anybody that knows me knows that I always pay utmost respect to to our front line, to our medical professionals, to our administrators, to our educators, including me. Um, there's so many people on the front line and on the front line in different in different roles. I, I consider um, the essentials, the grocery store employees. I, if that's not the front line, I don't know what is. Okay, total squirrel. It's not what I'm here to talk about. But it is Monday Matters. Let's talk about rethinking social emotional learning. If you've been on the Monday Matters journey in this series, you know that when I say rethinking social emotional learning, we are moving beyond the word learning. Because when I listen to people talk, when I when I look on social media, it's what social what social emotional learning activities are you doing? It's not an activity, people. It's 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 what we do. It's who we are. It's it's the culture we build. It's the environment that we create inside the classroom, outside the classroom, at home, in our community. That is meeting and exceeding the social-emotional needs of students, teachers, parents, and administrators. And friends, when you cover all of those bases, you're meeting the needs of the community, you're exceeding the needs of the community. What what does it look like to exceed the social-emotional needs? So I'm not talking about learning. I'm talking about social emotional needs. Like when we see somebody, when we look at the kids in our classroom, are we just teaching, teaching, teaching? And we're missing the looks on faces. Those those kids with the cameras off. Sometimes, guys, sometimes kids don't have the cameras off just because they want to have the cameras off. It could be that they're hurting. It could be that they're in a dark place. Are we picking up the phone and calling and not calling and say, your child hasn't been on, your child hasn't uh, camera off. Have we said, hey, mom, how are you? How are things going? How are you managing everything? I just want you to know I'm here for you. I care for you. 
there's ever anything that I can do as your partner in your child's education, I am here. I'm in. I'm down with it. By the way, Is Camden around? I'd love to just talk to him. I don't get to see him on the camera much, but he means so much to me. Is he free? Can I talk to him for a minute? You got, I want you to be on the phone too. Put me on speaker, whatever you have to do. But I just want to hear his voice. I just want to talk to him one-on-one. I just want him to know that even though I don't see him on the camera, I see him. He matters to me. He means something to me. And I'd love if I could see his face. But if I can't, I just want to talk to him. I just want to talk to him. I just want him to know that I care for him, that I see him. Now, is that social emotional learning or is that meeting and exceeding the social emotional needs of our children and our parents and the community? Just saying. We got to look through a different set of lenses. We, we, we've got to be activists, not pacifists, not just sitting and just letting this whole pandemic just pass us by and just get by. We've got to get in. We've got to get in and push and be innovative and, and, and meet and exceed our baby's social and emotional needs. All right. What do I want us to think about today? This is my plan. I am building a couple of things out and I want to share them with you because I think they are amazing. I think we can rock this. So fun should be part of your mm, everything. I mean, you got to bring the fun. If it's not you, if you're not a fun person, if you're kind of serious, even a little dry, if that's just who you are, Bend the rules a little bit. Step outside of the box. Get your toe in the water. Get your toe just in, just a little bit. Get your toe in the water. <laughs> All right. So these are some things that I've been wanting to do, and I am going to do them starting this week. Um, I'm, I'm going to start working tomorrow on the deck. So I teach virtually, and this will work virtually or in person. Correction. Virtually and in person. Guys, I want to do color wars. Okay, picture this. I talk to my families. I'm thinking half and half for starters. But let's say half of the class is dressed in in yellow, anything yellow. The other half of the class is dressed in blue. Now, I do teach kindergarten, so these are going to be some kindergarten scenarios. Um It'll be a competition. Um, I may say pop, and each team has got to give me the first team to five words that rhymes with pop. They get the point or, you know, something like that. Um, If it's an older, wait, wait, hold on. So first of all, let me back it up. (laughs) I wasn't supposed to start with the academia, just something fun. Get them into the fun part. So Color Wars, um, they, they have to name... Five candies, five snacks, five, um, 
five favorite movies. So so that kind of stuff. Just get them having fun. And then the next time you play, not in that same round. Because you don't want to do, oh, yeah, we had fun. Now, let's go over here and get to work. Just have some fun. Just just fun. Just fun for fun's sake and nothing else. So do that. And then uh, I, I'm telling you, but I'm talking to me, too. <laughs> so do that. And then on another day, you can still this time you can ease into it with a little icebreaker. But then go into the fun. Maybe it's maybe it's historical facts. Maybe it's Civil War facts. Maybe it's literary facts. Maybe it's literary elements. Maybe it's genre Maybe it's elements on the periodic table. I mean, you could do this with anything you're learning. All right, so I want to do Color Wars, but here's the other thing that I am so excited about. Um, I'm going to build a Google Slide deck, and it's going to be called Guess. Just Guess. There's going to be some slides um, that will be, I'll have a little snippet of music playing. And when I build it, I can definitely share it. Um, There's going to be a snippet of music. The kids will have to guess the song. Um, There's going to be, um, I, I don't know how I'm going to do... The movies, I don't know if I'll do a a line from the movie or the characters. I'm really kind of thinking about characters. Um, And they'll have to guess the movie. Cartoons, endless ways to do cartoons. Guess my cart, guess the cartoon. Um, Guess the snack, guess the sport. I mean, anything you can think of. It could even be guess the restaurant. So like Wendy's, McDonald's, Burger King, like that would be so much fun, especially in the older grades. Uh, What is Arby's? We have the beef. Whatever that little theme song is. um, Hey, squirrel moment. Whatever it is, I think I see becomes a Tootsie Roll to me. I don't know where that came from. I'm sorry. Wow. Um, Oh my gosh. That was funny. Um, now I have all these jingles in my head. Oh my gosh, guess the jingle. Maybe that's why I was in my head. See my mind, y'all, this is, I think maybe this is why my kids have so much fun. Like my mind is always like, it's crazy. Anyway, guess the jingle would be so much fun. Oh my goodness. Um, so those are the two things that I am tasking myself with this. Oh, okay. I'm sorry. I have something so amazing to share with you, but I'm going to hold it for rock and remote learning. My Wednesday series. It is the bomb. Oh my goodness. Um, oh my goodness. Wow. It's really exciting. Okay. You can hear the excitement in my voice. Friends, I have <sighs> over the break, my, my son, my, my, I, one of my sons is a sophomore in college and he goes to Oklahoma Baptist University. He is an amazing young man. I am so proud of him. I'm proud of both of my kids for so many reasons, just proud of them for who they are. I'm proud of them for their hearts. Um, little Quentin, that's the sophomore. He's so not little. He's a linebacker. Um, He's been home. He was home since Thanksgiving because they were really doing some strategic things to minimize um, kids going home and coming back and going home and coming back. So he had an extended break. Lucky, right? Um, Had an extended break. He is pursuing health and human performance. 
And he is, he came to us over the break and said, I have this opportunity, this time. I want to go ahead and get my um, personal training certification. He presented us with some facts. This is the best certification company um, nationally that does personal training certification. He, uh, (laughs) wow, I was not, I don't, okay. Anyway, I'll just go ahead and tell you this. Um, on Instagram, he's get fit with Q, get fit with Q. And there's an underscore in between each one of those words. And gosh, entrepreneurial spirit. He is actually, um, he builds personalized workout plans and, and it's just, you know, people want the workout plan. It's $10 through his cash app, but it's not just that he's building like nutrition support, um, um, connection and like all the break. I watched this kid just work and work and work and build these personal workout plans and talking to people and texting people and finding out what they need. Um, really driven and determined I kind of went squirrel a little bit. I always go squirrel, but it's important to just slow down for a minute. Well, let me back up. So one of my points was I really planned on like pushing out some episodes over the winter break and making sure I hit it hard, but I had to be present with my family. I had a rare opportunity to have my baby back home for an extended period of time. And yes, I was immersed in writing my book. And he is one of my biggest cheerleaders. He was the one who said, mom, why haven't you written your book? Why haven't you gotten your doctor? Why haven't you done all these things that you dream of? That set the fire. Um, so anyway, I he had to see me working on my book. I owe that to him. But I also had to be present. So you know, when we're doing all these things as educators, we've got to remember to make sure we find our balance, make sure we stay connected. Um, I've had an amazing conversation with one of my mentors about that very thing. And she just poured into my soul some beautiful wisdom and advice. And I love her dearly for that. Um, So anyway, very proud of my babies. Um, the younger baby, I, they're so not babies, but the younger one, um, he's on my Rock and Remote Learning Junior Series. Uh, you'll be hearing from him again this week. But anyway, let's figure out, let's go out there. Let's not only meet, but let's exceed not the learning, but the social and emotional needs of teachers, parents, students, administrators, community. Eyes wide open, hearts wide open. It's okay. I want you to hear something. Hear that? That's me pushing the work to the side. Sometimes at school, you got to push the work to, to the side. You've got to meet and exceed the social emotional needs of these kids. They can't learn if they can't connect. They can't learn if they're sad, if they're broken, if they're hurt, if they're hungry. They can't learn. If they can't connect, if there are obstacles, if there are barriers, if there are walls, whatever it is, 
whatever it is, we have to address it. We have to, we have to, we have to meet it, whatever it is. We have to give it its space, whatever it is. We can't, we can't take our hand like it's a little broom and just sweep it under the something. We, we, we can't act like it doesn't exist. And if we keep teaching over kids, that's what I call it when we're teaching and not looking at the kids, when we're just pushing out the content, don't care if you're looking sad, don't care if you're disconnected or if you're disconnected, I'm assuming you're disconnected because you don't want to be connected. I'm assuming it's choice. We can't do that. We will lose our kids. If kids don't see that we care, they have nothing to care about when it comes to class. They need to see that we care. They need to see that we want them to be a part of this, that they matter, that we see them, that they are the number one um, priority. When we do that, when we do it with passion and tenacity and consistency and give it all we've got every single day, that's when kids perform. That's when they meet and exceed our academic expectations. Give them all you've got from your heart. They will give you all they've got from their hearts and their minds. Boom. That's it. Thank you for uh, joining me today at Intelligogy, the podcast on Monday Matters, where we are rethinking social emotional learning. Until next time, we are disrupting educational normalcy.